Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Awesome Girl Adventures podcast. Ash here and today we are talking with Brenna. You probably have seen Brenna on her amazing video that went viral of her doing an incredible rope swing jump off of a bridge and into a river. That video has such incredible energy and you will get to hear all about the backstory of that jump, how Brenna felt, etc. on this episode. Not only that, you'll get to hear about how Brenna started, some ups and downs, including some injuries that she sustained and what she has learned from that, as well as how to be a safe jumper yourself and just some other cool stories and adventures that Brenna's um, been on. Come along with us. Listen in. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Awesome Girl Adventure podcast. And today we have Brenna with us. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brenna. Uh, why don't we go ahead and start off with you telling us who you are, where you live, what you do, all that down though. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, definitely, this is, this is my first anything like this. And um, yay! I'm excited to be here. Super nervous. <laughs> <laughs> don't be nervous. It's all good. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm Brenna. I live in uh, Sacramento. Um, I grew up there and there's just, there's always been tons of places to jump from and swim and so many activities, all of the activities. And so, yeah, I just kind of started doing that when I was, when I was really young with my dad and um, yeah, just always loved it since then. Very cool. So you've been uh, cliff jumping since you were little, huh? Yeah, about um, eight years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That is really little. Um, do you remember like what your first jump was? Um, yeah. Uh, so I grew up in Folsom and, uh, there's this spot by rainbow bridge. It's called chicken and it's about 20 feet tall. And I, I remember going for bike rides around the lake with my dad and, um, you know, it'd be super hot cause it's really hot here in Sacramento, like 115 degrees. So we'd, yeah, we'd get halfway through our bike ride and we'd stop at the little jumping spot. And um, yeah, I just remember being eight years old and jumping from 24 feet. And I remember one time specifically, there were a bunch of like teenage boys and they were terrified to jump. And my dad went and jumped and they're like, whoa. And then I just followed suit right behind him. And I was like this tiny little girl and just jumped off of it without any hesitation. And I remember blowing their minds. It was pretty funny. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, we're just standing here scared to death, and here goes this little girl. Okay. <laughs> well, it seems, um, Brenna, like that has remained a bit of a theme for you throughout this, as I'll, I'll just bring it up straight from the get-go. You had a video go viral on social media here recently of you jumping from a bridge um, on a rope swing and everybody, I feel, I think you gave the world that reaction that you gave those teenage boys back then when you were eight. I remember when um, the Awesome Girl Adventures Instagram account came across it, we were just like, oh my God, what is happening? What is going on? <laughs> and at the same time, we were like, that is so dope. Um, so if you wouldn't mind telling us where that jump was at, how that started, like had you jumped here multiple times before? Um, and then we can get into talking a little bit about um, what you had shared with me before we started the podcast about uh, going viral and how that has been, how that's kind of affected you. Yeah. Um, so that spot is up near Auburn uh, in California. Okay. 
and um, it's this really, really cool bridge that uh, my friends and I have been going to for like the last six months. Okay. And, um, it's kind of just like home base. It's it's close for everybody in our friend group that likes to come out and you know spend the day together and jump and hang out and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's just perfect. It's it's safe. Uh, the water is really deep, and there's no gaps that you have to clear. So um, it's it's what does that mean gaps that you have to clear? Like if you're on a cliff and the cliff sticks out in front of you, so you have to okay. go past a certain point to hit the water and you know not rocks and die. Got it. Yeah, that that, that would be a really good you know thing to not have happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, yeah. So uh, there's these locals that come down and they're you know in our friend group and they have this really cool setup where. Um, they just like clamp on this rope swing and they have this nice piece of wood at the end because you put it between your legs under your butt. And um, from the middle of the bridge where you can drive your car across, it's about 40 feet to the water. Okay. And so you, yeah, it's a lot. And so, especially for a rope swing. Yeah, so, on the, like for anything. <laughs> you but you have to um, front flip onto the rope swing and you okay. have jump really far out so you catch the tension of the rope so if you were to just jump straight down yeah. you would hit yourself very badly yeah. you, you just like hit that at the, at the end of the rope yeah okay. you need to jump out get the tension and then the pendulum brings you to the other side but the the really intense part of the rope swing besides you know the whole thing is <laughs> you are on on one side of the bridge totally deep really safe the other side is pretty shallow. So okay. you're jumping, you're doing a front flip on the shallow side of the bridge and you're hoping that everything goes well and swings you to the other side. That's nice. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, you're like, definitely clear this to get over to the safe side to actually jump. Yeah. Got it. That, that is so much more than that video even portrays. Like the only thing that you just talked about that crossed my mind when I first saw that was like, oh, she's jumping forward and then it's going to flip around, like send her backwards. I wouldn't have called it a front flip. I don't know that term because I don't <laughs> cliff jump because I'm a ninny. Um, but that was the only thing that crossed my mind. Like I would never have known that there was all this other that, you know, you cannot jump on the one side of the bridge, but you do have to jump on the other. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a technical jump. Definitely. Um, I was actually out there a couple days ago with um, all my friends, and it was the first time that the majority of them were coming out there while they knew that the rope swing was going to get set up, because uh, I was there when I did the jump that went viral or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just showed up super randomly. So like we, we okay. knew them because we had met them before at that spot, but okay. uh, we had no idea they were coming. And I was like, hey, did you guys bring that rope swing? Because the last time I had seen them was back in November, and okay. I was terrified. I I was like, that rope swing looks horrifying. Like, no, thank you. And so um, I've, I'm kind of uh, in this interesting position. So I, I tore my ACL, MCL, and LCL back in December. And for all the L's, did you get BC and D while you were at it? <laughs> right. I was, yes. Tore three of the four ligaments in my left knee skiing, and um. I'm having, I'm actually having surgery on May 14th, so two weeks from today, and so I have just been like 
I got a deadline, you know, just go, 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 do as many, do all the things you can. All the things, exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like a six to nine month recovery. So. Oof. And throughout the summer too, being a cliff jumper. Oh. Summer, so. so do you think that's what kind of pushed you to try the rope swing this time? Whereas the first time you were like, oh God, no. A hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So what was going through your mind before you jumped? Honestly, I get, I, a couple people have asked me that question. Um, I, I tend to zone out. Like yeah. when I'm, I'm walking up to uh, do something, I'm, my heart's racing. I got butterflies in my stomach and um, uh, I just get all worried and, you know, nervous. And then I get there, I get to the edge, I get ready to go. And I tell my friends, okay, give me a countdown and, you know, three, two, one, send it. And that, that's, pretty uh it, it hypes me up so um yeah and then after they start counting down honestly everything kind of just goes blank and um mm -hmm. i i just try to have as much faith in my ability that everything will go smoothly and uh, it's been it's been working out so far <laughs> that's good and there's a kitty cat what's the cat's name again frankie reggie frankie frankie okay Oh, hi, Frankie. Thank you for joining us. We love animals. So animals on the podcast is totally fine. <laughs> and I love how Frankie said hi to everybody with a big old meow. So those that are listening and not watching can hear it too. <laughs> um, I love that though. Like you do all that preparation and you probably talk to people that did the rope swing before and you already know that bridge because you've been there. So you know which side is not the good side and everything. But then when it's time to do it, it's like, okay, it's go time. Like you just, you do it, you trust that everything you've learned and done and thought over and thought through is all going to come into play. And then somehow it does. And it turned into an awesome video, whether or not it ever would have gone viral. Like it, it in of itself was just dope. Like I didn't know where all it had been shared or what all had happened. As soon as I saw that, I was like, this is amazing and I was like who is this chick and so I like had to share the video and then I followed you and then when you responded and liked it and followed the account back I was like we have to get her on for an interview <laughs> yeah thank you I appreciate it I mean like yeah. I said just I tried to respond to everybody that I you know can and I want to seem genuine on social media you know so if anybody has any questions or sends me messages or comments you know I, I try my best to respond yeah and so you said you shared with me earlier that that um post blew up pretty quickly kind of walk our listeners through that and like your reaction and how that's been for you and your thoughts about it etc because it, it's not been just a straightforward easy thing for you and you haven't just like oh my god i'm insta famous you're like oh this is a lot of attention <laughs> yeah definitely so um i i've really never been one for being in front of the camera you know i I do things because I just love doing them and the community that comes with it. You know, I've, I feel like I found my tribe this last year with, um, you know, just all the cliff jumpers in the community and yeah. you know, really welcomed. And it's just such a nice um, environment and it's a nice vibe. And so, I mean, I went from like 600 followers to 35 as of a couple minutes ago, 3,500. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but it's it was a lot like uh my friend alex and that's just over like a few weeks time right yeah i think it happened 
three weeks ago. I don't really know what time is at this point. Like, I'm just like, what day is it today? Ray, it's like time is like a, just a concept, right? It's not real. Nothing <laughs> <It> is real. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, I totally interrupted you, though. You said your friend Alex. Um, yeah, so he... He has like 25,000 followers and um, he just posted those clips put together and um, a lot of people in the clip jumping community are pretty good at social media and stuff and I have never been, you know, I'm like, hashtag, what, what, you, the pound sign? Okay. <laughs> um, You're like, isn't that the sign for pounds like as in weights? Like what's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he posted it, and then there's somebody else in our friend group who, um, I guess, enjoyed the video, and she, um, what's what's the word for someone who manages an Instagram account? I don't know, but she helps run this. Media manager. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We'll call it that. Whole words. <laughs> I can't think of them right now. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so she posted it on a page that has, like, 845,000 followers, and so then after that, it was nonstop. It was just nonstop. And it was really, really overwhelming. And I have never been one to like be the center of attention at all. Yeah. You know, I'm always taking pictures of my friends or taking videos of them. And um, I'm always been kind of like under the impression, like who, who really cares? Like who wants to see these kind of things? Like I, I don't want to I don't know. I, I guess I've been always um, more of a private person and uh, always more pessimistic in the sense of like, who cares? Who wants to see this? Like, why? Yeah, right. Kind of maybe like, what do I have to bring that's any more special than anybody else? And why yeah. would somebody like follow me specifically? Yeah, definitely. So that's where I've been at. And uh, just, yeah, I'm having lots of new followers and comments and reposts and DMs and just trying my very best to uh, seem thankful because I am thankful, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a roller coaster, honestly. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think you hit on some things that are, are really important. And then I think probably resonate with a lot of people is, you know, wanting to be genuine on social media. And we obviously, you know, we all post things because we want to share, like, it's, it's just, it's been the the new and the norm for a while, the new norm for a while, you know, of when you do things like this is how people do. Like we don't print pictures and have photo albums on the shelf. Like I think my grandmother used to have, yeah. like my mom didn't really even have them that much, you know? Um, and that was the way that we used to share memories and share about vacations and moments in life. But now we have this much more instant yeah. way of showing it and sharing it, you know, and, we can find other people that have similar interests, but there's still always a, um, or maybe not always, but I, I can res, I, I can relate to what you're saying with the whole like, well, why me? Why is something that I post any more special? And at the same time, you're not posting for somebody else to see it. You're posting because of something you want to share. That's a yeah. moment you're proud of, or that you particularly enjoyed, or was special for some for some reason or another for you specifically, right? Definitely. And I think that when it's the most genuine like that is when it does resonate the most with other people, right? And so, um, and then you're also experiencing that really weird, awkward place that so many people are striving to get to, right? And it just happened to you out of nowhere. And you're dealing with all these 
all this and this influx, like I think when you were describing it before uh, earlier when we were talking, you said like you just had to set your phone down because it was just way too much. Yeah, the first day was absolute chaos for me. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, is this happening? What is happening? Right, right. You're like, I need to put this down. I'm going to go actually cliff jump and do the thing that I'm actually here to do and share about because um, thank you all for being here, but I need a break. <laughs> Welcome to TED Talk and goodbye. Right, exactly. That's too funny. Well, I love that you're so genuine and down to earth about it. And it's obvious that, you know, you love what you do. I don't think anybody that did not love cliff jumping, like you, you couldn't do it unless you love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like I was sharing with you before I've done one sort of not even cliff jump. Like it was maybe 15 feet and my legs were shaking like jello and I had to pull myself back from the ledge and sit down and watch people for like an hour before I could be like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I always so, um, those people, you know, like take, take it if you're not feeling it that's fine you know that's totally okay but if you are like you know you in in my like opinion if we're together like it's it's always up to that person and never want to seem like you're pressuring someone you know it's, it's all about what makes you feel comfortable and if you want to do it you're gonna have a ton of support from everybody out there and everyone is gonna be stoked for you even if someone does you know, like an 80 foot backflip and then someone straight jumps a 10 foot cliff. Like it's all respective, I guess, you know, it's yeah. for the person. We just want to support every person, no matter what's being done, if that makes sense. No, totally. It really does. I like how you said that, like respect yourself, you mm -hmm. know, respect your, whatever your limits are. If your limits here or if your limits here, it's not even really about a lower or greater than limit. It's about where you're comfortable and where you're safe yeah. um, in doing this. And every, everybody's at the you know, that different different levels, whether you've been doing it a long time or if it's something you just started. Um, so yeah, no, I like that. I really like that that supportiveness that's in your community. Um, every time that I see like a cliff jumping video, like everybody is like that hype man, hype. like everybody. It's yeah. so cool. And that has to be such a cool feeling like for you when you're about ready to send it. Yeah, and also, when you do send it and you pop up out of the water for the first time and everyone is just, you know, so stoked for you. And, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, it's a really amazing feeling. And that's so cool. it goes a long way in our community. And um, I think that's why we've all just gotten so close. Like we've all just had these really amazing, fun experiences together and we're just so supportive of each other. So every time, like half of the, half of my, friends these days you know I haven't known for very long but we hmm. have hung out maybe 10 times and now it's just like they're my best friends like it just works we click and um there's just so much love honestly that's yeah yeah so I'm, I'm just so glad glad that I've gotten to that point and you know like I said I've found my tribe and it's yeah. been a really really good year for me that's awesome that's so cool to hear and so it sounds like it's that supportiveness, it's that rush, it's the adventure that just keeps you coming back and keeps you wanting more. Yeah, and also, like, you can't go wrong with how beautiful, like, most of the time you're at this gorgeous spot. And yeah. so, um, side note, like, when we go to these really cool spots, um, mm -hmm. we usually clean up a lot of trash. That's kind of our thing. Oh, because, awesome. Yeah, cliff jumpers kind of have a, a negative connotation, um, and, uh, 
So we try and promote that. Like we all go to these places and we have a great time, but not only do we clean up our mess afterwards, but we spend time to clean up other things that were left behind just because um, we want other people to enjoy that spot as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like I said, it's a, it's a beautiful spot. So who wants to see places covered in trash? So we always try to make it a point at the end of the day to um, pick up as much trash as we can see. That's great. That's awesome. And I, I feel, I feel like a lot of people share that same feeling with you. A lot of people that enjoy the outdoors, right? Whether it's cliff jumping or free diving or skiers, you know, we enjoy these beautiful natural places and we want them around for a long time for others to be able to enjoy them too. Um, so I love, it's kind of funny though, because like you really hear a lot about like surf groups or free diving groups, right. That start like the, the do beach cleanups, right. The beach cleanup is the big deal, but you don't hear about like, I don't know, the lake cleanup or, you know, that cliff jump spot cleanup. So do you think that's, is that ever something that's ever like unofficially organized or is it, do you guys have your own cleanup? So you don't necessarily just put out there or is it just when you guys go jumping? Uh, kind of a little bit of everything. So um, there is this group, uh, the Clean Cliffs Project, and okay. they started this with like, you know, if you want to go out to this really cool place, you know, make an effort to clean it up. And so um, that's been a big part of our community. And um, every year um, we have an event called the Cliff Cruise. And okay. we're like, any cliff jumper from anywhere if they can make it they come out um and we just we go camping for a week we drive to different spots you know every other day and we just have a great time honestly it's a bit of a party but you know it's of course then, you know you're with a bunch of really awesome supportive cool people so of course it's gonna be a bit of a party but um for sure yeah so uh we every every year we have um like i said the, the cliff cruise and uh, he, the organizer, his name is Travis, he makes a point to have one day devoted to going to a spot. And um, last year, back in August, we went up to Washington for the cliff cruise. And I'm pretty sure we cleaned up over like 150 or 200 pounds of trash, I think. Oh, wow. Of and do you remember where it was at? Yeah, um, Lower Lewis Falls in Washington. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. Because falls are also such a place that people are attracted to. And so I could imagine that, you know, if people aren't careful, if they're not conscientious, there can be, unfortunately, some debris left behind 200 and some pounds worth yeah. to pick up. So that's awesome. That's dope. Um, is there like social media that people could follow along on this to like get involved if they wanted to become involved and currently aren't? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's the, their Instagram is the Clean Cliffs Project. One and then um, there is, I believe it's just called the the Cliff Cruise. I think okay. um, is the other thing, but that's more for the event. But like I said, the yeah. event is very focused on you know leave no trace. Awesome, so. yeah, no, that's a big one with the outdoors. I love that. Um, so throughout your jumping, you know, from the time you're eight years old till now. Um, do you have any specific, um, jump that stands out to you that's more special or more meaningful, you meaningful for you than the others? Um, not really. I mean, I guess maybe more lately. Um, like I said, I've, I'm going to have surgery pretty soon. So I've been 
seriously ramping up my uh, my jumps. Yeah. Um, actually, last last weekend I did my highest jump and it was uh, 75 feet. I would say that was the most special moment because uh, we went to this spot and it's um it's just it's the coolest spot. You know, you have to drive six miles down like the gnarliest dirt road that I have personally ever driven on. You know, I got tons of scratches all the way down my truck and like chipped all my rims and stuff. Just like a really intense off trail. That is super intense. You were on four wheeling girl. You weren't on a road. You were four wheeling. (laughs) It was, I was, I was so nervous. Like it was, it was a really intense trail, but, um, you know, you get to the end of it and you're at this beautiful, beautiful spot. And, um, they used to, uh, mine gold there. So they're huge, um, swimming hole that's very deep and they had um to bring up like the debris to um, collect the gold and stuff they had this crane up there and the crane was taken down about two years ago because the owner knew that people were jumping off of it and that it's potentially very dangerous because it's basically 80 feet high yeah um, so a big group of us got together last weekend and we drove out there and we set up a portion of the crane back up and um, you know, I knew the plan all along and there's, there's some other jumps there around like 45 to 60 feet. Okay. And that was totally good with me because, you know, I'm injured and I always opt for doing the safer thing. So, you know, anything above 60 feet really doesn't interest me because I don't have, a, I'm not trying to like go up in height, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied and I get so much happiness out of the things that I already do. So it's never about like going up and up and up. Um, they, they set it up and I just, I just went up there to have a look, you know, I just wanted to see what it looked like. And, um, I ended up climbing out the end of the crane and I stood there for a couple of seconds and it just, it was go time. I had absolutely no intention of doing anything and walked out there and I was like, well, it'd be pretty dumb if I walked back, you know, I might as well jump. And so I looked at looked at my good friend and I just, I went like this to him and he knew what that meant, like a five, five second countdown. So yeah, I just went like this and he just started counting down and my brain turned off and it was one of the best jumps I've ever done. Like the way that it looked like my form, the entry, the height. And uh, I was just, honestly, I was, when I came out of the water, like I was really excited, but I was just like, Oh my God, did that just happen? I was, I was I just do that. you know, I was like so out of it, like, Oh my God. And everyone was just like, yes. And I'm just like, and <laughs> okay, did you hurt yourself? I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> like, no, really, this was actually a very good feeling. And I'm just tripping out that it happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's incredible. And it kind of goes back again to what you were sharing earlier about the jump at the bridge and the rope swing of how you just zone out and it's kind of like all in your feels and you just rely on that instinct and what you've done before and what you already know and just go for it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's the human body is pretty amazing. Like if you have faith in yourself and you know, you have some experience to back up the faith. (laughs) For sure. That's always good. (laughs) It tends to go pretty well um say 90 percent of anything super super intense is mental because um i actually 
I broke my leg cliff jumping three years ago. And the only reason that I broke my leg is because I, I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. Like I, I didn't believe I didn't have that confidence or the commitment. And yeah. if I had those, it would have been fine. But I like halfway chickened out right when I was doing my backflip. And so I didn't get the distance that I needed to, cause there was maybe like a two or three foot gap. And so I did the backflip and I was coming down and I was like, Oh God, I'm about to land on top of that rock. Oh. So I finished my rotation really quickly and um, I clipped both of my heels on the rock and my right leg just snapped in half. Um, oh. And if, if I wasn't wearing tennis shoes, here's another thing. I always wear shoes and people sometimes give me a hard time about it because a lot of people are like, oh, barefoot. Like, I got these sweet foot calluses. And I'm like, I have baby feet. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, I do pedicures. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, if I wasn't wearing tennis shoes when I broke my leg, I would have shattered my feet and I probably would not be walking to this day. So yeah. it is. And uh, I'm always ready. I'm never afraid to back down from a jump. Like, if I get up there and I'm like, oh, it's like that's cool. That's smart. With me, smart. And it's uh, it's so much better to be in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and knowing that you're doing this for you. It's not for the people around you. It's not for like you said the height, the whatever. This is about you and having fun and enjoying it. And if you feel that, like I think that's so true with so many sports, yeah, um, especially you know, adventure sports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you have to be comfortable with it and you have to be because it's it's just you like yeah you have your team you have your support there but you always have to remember that you are also wholly responsible for yourself first exactly and you don't want to give them a situation to have to deal with even though they will if it happens right yeah so what was the recovery like brenna from your injury when you broke your leg um so from the beginning like i was my i only was at the Oh God, I can't speak right now. I was at the waterfall with only one other friend and oh, wow. alone, and there was no cell service. And so she had to hike out two miles, drive my car, get service, call 911. So I sat in the waterfall by myself for like two and a half hours, holding my broken leg, keeping it in the water to try and keep the swelling down. Oh, and God. a lot of people ask me like, oh, you must have gone into shock then. And it's like, no, shock is an actual medical condition that will kill you. That's like yeah. a lack of oxygen to the brain. So like I had the opposite of shock. I just zoned out. So the two and a half hours that I was sitting there by myself honestly went by in a flash. Next thing I knew, I saw all the EMTs hiking down and my friend coming down with them. And I had to get uh, airlifted to the hospital in a helicopter because the hike was really intense. Um, there was a yeah. really deep section. on a stretcher and get you out. So um, yeah, got airlifted to the hospital. Um, I got a rod in my tibia with two screws, one in my ankle, one right below my knee uh, to hold the rod in there. And um, the recovery was actually amazing. Like I was, I was so bummed. Like I was really depressed because, you know, you're stuck at home and it's summertime and you see all your friends going out and enjoying, like you can't even go to the lake and be comfortable, you know, like let alone jumping and do what you really love right it was a really really hard point in my life just but I knew I was going to recover you know it it was just that that FOMO you know fear so I was just like real (laughs) that that sucked a lot but in hindsight um I made a very quick recovery so I broke my leg in August and 
fact, um, my surgeon told me that I probably wouldn't be skiing for 18 months. So that whole next winter was going to be uh, non-existent to me. And, and the winter after that, because of a year and a half, that covers the ski season the next year. And so um, I, I don't know what happened, but I, I made an incredible recovery and I was skiing in December. And what? so I was, I was really happy about that. I pretty much got my life back for the most part. Um, I had a little bit of knee pain, okay. uh, but that kind of like circles all the way back, like full circle. That's kind of why I tore my, um, my knee on my left, my left leg. Cause I've been putting everything onto my left leg for the last three oh, years. Yeah. It kind of, it's caught up to me now and okay. I've got two kind of bad knees, which it's not bad, you know, it's all about perspective. Like there's much worse things that could have happened or can happen. So I'm just thankful for every moment that I have. And, you know, I'm pretty lucky. Like I've been cliff jumping for the last two months really intensely with, you know, three torn ligaments in my left knee. And I'm, I'm definitely sore the next day, but, um, it's been, it's been awesome. Like I, I remember my first time jumping I jumped 50 feet after I had torn everything and I came out of the water just like happy tears because it didn't hurt you know it was it was just such a good feeling to get back there yeah to be back in it and doing it that's awesome and um I feel like with while you're as you're talking about that it's reminding me like how even since I was a kid um I've always heard people talk so negatively about cliff jumping and the dangers etc you yourself have, you know, encountered some of that and had to deal with it and work through it. And you still, you know, cliff jump and enjoy that. So I just wonder if you could speak to that element of it a little bit. Um, and even as I say that, like I myself realize that everything has its risks to it. Getting your car and driving down the street has its risks, right? But I think a lot of time it's in how we deal with those and how we manage those. Mm -hmm. And you've already like spoken to that a little bit, but I just wonder if you could, especially with having the experience of, you know, you have um made some bad calls or maybe bad calls in the right choice but you didn't you know with that when you broke your leg and how you said you didn't get far enough out you know you realized um what mistake you had made right um so what would you say to people that maybe feel that way um or even just to those in your community that are always conscientious right about that gap and about being prepared and being safe you definitely want to have that experience you know like at least height wise and um Honestly, you just, you always want to try and be in a safe location where you're never even put into that situation. But, um, like I would, I would say again, just really have faith that it will, that you'll nail the jump and, you know, commitment is a hundred percent of it. You know, you really need to commit and visualize and believe. And most of the time it, it ends up working out really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it seems like a big part of it too is, is really knowing and respecting those limits. Um, how do you feel like you know your limits? Well, ever since I broke my leg, I have been more than okay with saying no. If, if something doesn't feel right, if I don't like the footing or, um, yeah. if gap, you know, uh, I, I just won't do it. And that's, that's more than hundred percent. Okay. With me. Like I, uh, during the cliff cruise last year in, um, Washington, I, I didn't jump at all because all the spots that we went to, in my opinion, were really sketchy and um, not all of them, but also there's like hundreds and hundreds of people. 
So if it wasn't sketchy, it was like terrifying because you have all these people looking at you. And like I said, I, I'm not the greatest fan of being the center of anybody's attention. So like if it wasn't sketchy, it was like all eyes are on you. And I don't really think that I perform well under pressure. So I was all you're, you're like, no, that's not going to be for me. I'm not going to put myself in that position. That's smart because a lot of times the situation is more than just the jump itself, right? It yeah. could just be how you're feeling that day. You could have done the jump exactly. however many times before, right? But that day you're just like, I feel off. Mm -hmm. And you have to respect that. Our bodies are so weird at signaling us things that we don't even know where they're coming from or why, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's super smart, um, to listen to that and to have that developed so early on in life, I think is a massive life skill, you yeah. know, uh, that you can carry into so many other things in life. Um, and so I know, so you mentioned, you know, the cliff cruise and you've been doing lots of jumping this last two months. So I'm really curious to know, like, where's your next jump? Um, what is this jump? Have you done it before? Is it something brand new that you're trying? Are you testing a new skill of yours? Are you just staying in your comfort zone? Like, what's that going to look like? Um, so last weekend, I had my highest jump so far ever, which was 75 feet. And, uh, and that was on a whim. What the yeah. heck, girl? <laughs> yeah. It was just because it was, honestly, it was an iconic crane and a moment. You know, it was just... Yeah once in a lifetime essentially like we had like 15 guys setting up this crazy crane you know they have like these straps and bolts and you know man stuff and they're like putting this crane together and that was that was it it was then or never yeah. and it wasn't even I never even thought about it like that during the day and so when I had gone up there I was just like wow like it doesn't look so bad from up here from the bottom it looks horrifying you know yeah. I would I would never jump you know, just from how it looks from the bottom. And now that I'm up here, I'm like, huh, okay, I can do this. And it just happened. But, um, so next weekend, uh, we're going to do a, a camping trip up in, uh, Lake Shasta. There's a waterfall up there and, um, it's a, it's 75 feet. And, um, so that's going to be next weekend. And then the following Thursday is when I get surgery. So that's going to be my last hurrah, like, big camping trip with all the friends and, you know, good times, big sense. Yeah, love <laughs> so. it. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to see footage of that. I bet it's just that you're going to have a great time. I can't help but think that you probably have a comeback trip planned for once you get um, from your recovery or how are you kind of looking at that? So I'm uh, trying to stay strong and positive and hopeful but um, because of all these coronavirus times, um, yeah. cruise uh, for this year was supposed to start on May 15th. Okay. And, um, because of everything that's going on, uh, Travis decided to postpone it um, until sure. September. And okay. so, you know, if, if I'm just on it with physical therapy, I could potentially be back in the game by the time that the the next cruise rolls around and so if I'm not ready to jump that's okay because I don't I'm I am so done having injuries my god yeah. so um sure. if I'm not it by September then that's totally fine it's still going to be a great time with a lot of amazing people yeah. and you know that's that's all that matters and um but yeah so that's kind of the next that's what I'm 
I'm going for. I'm really going to focus on doing well with physical therapy and hopefully being able to send it at the clinic. Nice. That's awesome. And it's so true what you said about like the whole point of it is having a good time, right? You do these things. They're, the thing is, isn't an end in and of itself, right? It's what that thing gives you. And you have found that joy, that happiness, that connection in this. And yeah. it's so cool to have this extreme adventure thing that you love to do, right? And these awesome friends and connections um, and events and camping trips and all that that go along with it. Yeah. Um, I love that. And so since, you know, our podcast is all about, you know, awesome girls and the adventures they do and everything and also supporting one another and what we do. Um, another thing that I really am passionate about as well is getting people to do something they've never tried before. Um, yeah. And again, of course, not going outside of our comfort zone, right? But um, just maybe you always looked at it and been like, oh, that's kind of cool. But now maybe after listening to your story and stuff, they might be like, well, maybe I could try that. What advice would you give them? And let's say, let's picture like a, a girl or a young woman or even a woman in middle age, right? That has never done this, doesn't know anybody that does this, mm -hmm. right? But they want to get started in themselves. What advice would you give them to, to, to go for it, to try this and do it safely, right? Well, um, I guess the first step I would, I guess I would say is to go out and maybe have some of your closest friends with you and just not have any expectations for the day because if you have expectations and they're not met you're going to be disappointed so yeah, you go so out true. there with an open mind and you know the, the whole goal of the day is just to have fun and you know have a good time with your friends yeah uh, but i guess my next you know little piece of advice is if you're really interested and you don't really you don't think you have anybody else that would want to go with you or into that kind of stuff just reach out. Um, uh, <laughs> all of us girls, all of us Cindy girls in the cliff jumping community, we have um, this Instagram page called uh, the Cinderellas. And I love it. How do you spell that so people can find it? Because I don't think it's C I N D E R E L L A. No. <laughs> Send like S E N D E R E L L A. Um, so the Cinderellas. Um, but honestly, like, yeah, like if, if anybody just reach out, you know, just Very reach cool. out to anybody that was in my area. Yeah, exactly. Just anybody that you looked up, look up to. And, um, you'd be surprised with how much, you know, support that you're met with or like, cause that's how, that's how I got started. I reached out to one of the cliff jumping guys and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I just like to jump off cliffs. Like I'm not doing anything crazy. I don't do these crazy heights. Um, here, one second. I'm sorry. Someone just knocked on my door. No, you're good. Go for it. Sorry. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, it's called life, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like just, just ask, um, you know, get, reach out to people. Uh, I think you'd be really surprised with hopefully how nice and, you know, welcoming other people are because that's how I got to it is um i messaged this one guy and he was really nice and he was like we're going here next weekend if you want to come that would be awesome and so i went and i met a lot of them and just had a really good time and it just has gone on from there you know that's awesome that's super cool and what would you say that um the climate is like in the cliff jumping community for girls and women 
Um, honestly, this last year, it's really just exploded. Um, I've met so many cool people that have just progressed so much in the last year. Um, my friend Courtney and Cheyenne, Melissa, Chelsea, just like, just started really, really um, progressing in the last year. And um, it's taken a lot of people by storm, like that there's this big group of girls now that are sending it as hard as the guys. And um, yes. in, in the community, it's kind of like, don't ever judge anybody, you know, by anything. If they're a girl or a guy or short, tall, whatever, just, you know, you never yeah. know. You can have your mind blown at any moment by anybody. Yes, I love that. That's so cool. Um, and I, I would I would have to say, like, I, I've seen that a little bit. I've, again, like I said, I'm not a cliff jump or anything, but I've always thought it was super cool. I've always, like, looked up videos, like, on YouTube and, you know, followed stuff on Instagram and hashtags and stuff. And I've noticed there's been more and more girls and more and more girls taking it for more extreme heights and beyond just like, like the, com the competition level, like with the Red Bull, you know, events and stuff like that. And um, I think that's so cool. I love that. And it's so, it's so fun to like find those other girls that do the same thing and like the same thing that you like. I feel like that's really rewarding. And one thing that I'm just like really curious about is how do you advance your skills as a cliff jumper, right? Like, how do you go from like doing those like 10 foot jumps to then doing the 70 foot jump other than like, you know, you said you just walked out there and we're like, huh, okay, well now I have to jump and then you go. <laughs> um, definitely take it slowly. Um, I've yeah. been jumping pretty consistently for the last two years. Um, I did my first gainer from 15 feet and then my next one was 25 feet. My next one was 35 feet. Oh, it's wow. a slow progression. You know, you, you want to just bring it up incrementally. Um, there are some people who don't and just full send, you know, straight off of something crazy. And, you know, it can either go really well or maybe it can't. And so my advice is always, always take it slowly. Um, be comfortable. Um, it really helps with the, the type of people that are there, you know, to support you. Like, honestly, being hyped up is one of the greatest feelings ever when everyone's just like, you can do it. Like you're, you're going to nail it. It's, yeah. and it's, it's going to be awesome. You know, That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. Um, and then where, where can we find you online for all of our listeners that are listening to this and they're like, Oh my God, she's so dope. We want to follow her. Where can we find you? <laughs> Uh, well, my Instagram is B underscore Nilla, like Nilla Wafers. <laughs> nice. Love me some Nilla Wafers. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Nilla. Okay. B underscore Nilla. I love that. And um, other, than, other than the Instagram page, Cinderella's, um, there, are there other pages that you would suggest to people to follow, um, girls and women specifically, that are in this community or want to become a part of it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my friend Cheyenne. Um, her Instagram is chai underscore n, so like chai latte underscore, and then uh, e n n e, and that's Cheyenne. Um, my friend, my really good friend Courtney, um, she's call me Cashby on Instagram, and yeah, yeah, that's. Awesome. I love how you yourself too are such a part of that hype. Like you're so like I'm not the one in front of the camera, I'm the one behind the camera but I don't feel like you're quiet in that way. Cause you're definitely like promoting your other girls and you're such a, um, 
like you look to them like they're they're great they're awesome they're amazing and so it's cool to be able to get that as well as um to give that to other people yeah i'm, I'm always about um well you know it, like i said it's really about confidence and commitment and you if if they're seriously thinking about doing something pretty insane it's like hey are you feeling this yes okay well you've got this okay like you're gonna stomp this it's gonna be amazing and uh, we're all just going to be so happy for you on the other side. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. What is one of your, um, like most fun, like hyped up moments, like one in particular that just really sticks out in your mind? The rope swing. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, it was quite a day. Like I just was really feeling it that day. I had jumped from the top of the bridge around 50 feet. Like I feel like 10 times I, um, and then the rope went up and, a couple other people tried and they failed pretty miserably. And I, um, I, my first one that I did, I did it from lower. So I jumped from like the 30 foot beam that's right underneath the bridge. Okay. And everyone was just like giving me a huge countdown from the people on the bridge to the people on shore, like just that big three, two, one, send it. And, um, everyone was that was that was my moment was you know just the rope swing and I did like a kind of a double backflip off of it and I just came out of the water with my hands up and I was absolutely screaming my lungs out just like so happy and everybody else was like you know screaming too and yeah I, that was pretty cool my dogs jumped into the water and made sure I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome they got it on it too they're like we're excited <laughs> with barking they they get they know now you know they can they understand like three two one send it they are they get so rowdy when people start counting down they're just barking and barking and running and they're like where are they gonna jump from oh i see them and then they end up like swimming halfway out to them and yeah it's pretty funny i love that oh that's so cute you, you're gonna have to start like an instagram page of like cindy dogs <laughs> everybody's dogs that they bring with them and how they act that'd be so freaking cute <laughs> Love it. Good idea. Uh, you're, yeah, no joke. Hey, the more, the better and more uh, content we have out there on Instagram, the better for all of us, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Brenda, thank you so much for talking with us today. It's been great. You're so laid back. You're so chill. Um, and you're, you're so humble. And at the same time, you're such a badass. So talking with you has been so much fun. And we can't wait to see more of your videos and your adventures. And also, best of luck to you with your surgery and recovery. And we can't wait to, you know, hear how that goes. And we'll be cheering there along with you for a quick and 100% and recovery by September. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but thank you so much for having me. I mean, it was, it was, it was a good time. And I was really nervous. But uh, no, it was, I really enjoyed it. So thank you. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. You're so welcome. Um, well, we'll definitely be following you and watching what you do. And again, thank you so much for chatting with Awesome Girl Adventures. We'll we'll talk soon. Yeah, definitely. All right, take care, girl. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Awesome Girl Adventures. And if you or somebody you know is a badass girl doing incredible things in adventure sports and extreme sports of any kind and would like to be featured on our podcast, hit us up, send us a DM on Instagram.